And welcome to another episode of Pod E Humor. I am Sean <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> it, it never, it's never not funny. <laughs> Damn it, Framit. Damn it, Anthony. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good, man. Got what a lot you... going on. Got a lot of moving parts over here, but I'm good, man. What are you sipping on tonight? I am doing Tito's tonight. Silly question. Yeah, I said that like I was going to have something different. I, I usually will, but for some reason, uh, I don't know. I'm just stuck on Tito's. If it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm on something new. I don't, I think I mentioned in one of our previous ones, I don't normally go over the Stoli. Ah. But Liz and I were in Baltimore, and they had some new flavors that I haven't seen down here in Virginia. And uh, she's like, why don't you try that? Meaning, which was just code for, I want a tiny sip of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Which, you know, she smells it, which is her version of sip, because she can't drink alcohol. Right. It's, it's one that's primarily peach and something or else. Some, it's vodka. Vodka with a peach flair, but it's not like a disgusting peach where it's like super sweet. It actually tastes like, it's about three days until it's perfectly ripe peach you know what i mean where it's still a little bit firm not super <coughs> sweet yet <coughs> interesting it's pretty good i mix, mix it with orange juice so that i can be hyper for this potty humor <coughs> excuse me you always like to mix your beverages i do i like to mix like mixing things i'm not one of those that's makes me think of that uh you ever see the movie Toys with Robin Williams and LL Cool J? And um Okay. What's what's her name? Um I was thinking Joan of Cusack. the one with, I was thinking of the one with Richard Pryor when you first said but that was the toy. But go ahead. Oh yeah, that that was the toy. Not what I say. You said toys. I think that's the name of the movie Toys. Mm-hmm. It didn't do well in the theaters amongst critics and whatnot, but um <clears throat> I always think of that the certain line that LL Cool J's character. Um, he's like, I don't, I don't like my my food to mix. I like a military meal. I like my my stuff separate. <clears throat> and you know, so I always think about that line for some reason. Whenever I go eat Mexican or something, and <laughs> my shit's just it's a big fucking pile of whatever it is they have to serve me. I don't care what it is. I'll even pour a shot of tequila on there and hot sauce, and it's just it's all going to my stomach. And that's the way I like my beverages. I just, Mix whatever I can find. I don't yeah. do the LL Cool J military meal where I want my food separated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that movie always comes to mind, but it always does. Okay. Thank you for sharing that one. <laughs> Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Well, you know, well, in potty humor, what we do, we have a few topics we'll head on, but basically we'll just drink and see where it goes. Yep. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like yours is almost empty because I hear a lot of ice against glass there. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up with you, buddy. I just started, man. Like I just started. So for those of you wondering why we're starting later, well, I guess it's all recorded and then uploaded later. But we usually, we like to have a, a window of time that we start, but sometimes I get started a little sooner as far as the alcohol goes. Yeah. 
I got some responsible things to do in the evenings. <laughs> That's right. On Mondays, on Mondays, Sean Anthony is definitely more responsible party. Yeah. So please don't mention any times that we're doing, doing this podcast. I meant a window. Yeah, window. For sure. Window. No expectations, everybody. But rest assured, we we yeah. we've been pretty good about meeting on Mondays. Mm-hmm. We're like four in. Yeah. And no one, no, no signs of slowing down. No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, and it gives me a chance to kind of, you know, be on a microphone in a different light, relax, more relaxed. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my radio career, man, just is always, you know, you got to be on. You know, my show yesterday, I talk about some really serious stuff, man, and. You know, it, it takes a lot of attention and focus and research and, and reading and learning and, you know, and now to do a podcast and, and just to record something, you know, raw with no, like you said, expectations, no real big parameter or anything, you know, just kind of drink and see where it goes. It's pretty cool for me. I can imagine it's it's definitely more of a change of pace, but a... I'm sure it's it's needed in your line of work where sometimes you're going to have to think off the spot, like right on the spot, like oh, and I, I've noticed that with a lot with since we've been doing this and how how good and natural you are at this is it's an odd segue, but we can use it. Let's see where it goes, and it's it's been yeah. it's been an experience for me, given I've never done this, but you you have definitely done this before, and I can tell. Really? That's, yes. How, how, that's interesting. How, like how. I mean, because you got to understand, like, I'm in it, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard for me to conceive somebody thinking contrary to what I've been doing most of my life now. You know what I mean? So, for example, I've I've never really listened to podcasts before. I've not really been into YouTube where I listen to people talk about (laughs) stuff until this year. Now, the ones I... I'm not watching them because, you know, it's just while I'm at work and I don't pay too much attention to it unless it's something, you know, I actually start adding to my feeds and I get the notifications. But the thing is, even the topics they talk about, they are, I start with column A, the playing stuff. They'll play in a few hours beforehand. They've, and I, I can tell they've done a little bit of homework and they say that I want to hit these bullet points and they'll talk about it and they'll kind of go off the cuff, but it's still edited. Then, on the other hand, occasionally these guys will do live streams where they're looking at comments that are coming in, but they still have in mind certain things that they want to discuss. So all of their followers kind of, I'm not, sorry, not all their followers, most of their followers will say, you know, they'll give their two cents on whatever it is that they have. And and as far as, you know, they'll look at the thumbnail and they'll look at the subject matter and like these are things they want to mention and they'll give a, a quick little thing just so that the person will read it and they'll either react to it or agree, disagree, whatever the case is. This is a little more, I guess, uh, again, I have no experience. I don't listen to these. I don't, this is the first time I've ever done these. We go into this with kind of not really know what we're going to talk about. We may think about things beforehand and we'll exchange text messages and we'll maybe come up with two topics. But at the end of the end of the day, um, you'll, 
give your bullet points at the end of the podcast. Like these are things we covered, but these are not what we plan to talk about. And the thing that's seamless when I listen back to them is your way to say how we've segued from one topic to the next. And we weren't planning to talk about these things. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're very good at these and actually keeping it going. And sometimes when I, when I send you ideas, it's like, okay, we're going to make this last about 20 some 30 minutes, but we always end up talking about more. And that's, mm. that's your seamless ability to just kind of Keep go going. on to the next thing yeah, without a break or a stutter or anything. Yeah, I listen for transition. You know, I listen for transition things that you may bring up. And uh, I use that because as an interviewer, you know, you, you got to listen to the guests. You understand? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I tend to you know, focus on, on certain things that you may say, and then I can pick up and add on to that. So if you... Sp- talk about something for five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, I'll listen and, and, and out of that, I'll use something that you'll mention and transition, you know, and move it forward or keep going on on that subject, you know. That's so, exactly what I'm trying to pick up on. Not that I'm trying to make this a long time thing, but um, I'm <clears throat> trying to pick up on what you're doing as I listen back to these. Yeah. That's, that's been the biggest takeaway. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So yeah, it, just, it helps that we've known each other for a few years. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, we've been talking about doing this for a while. It just comes natural. So maybe advice to anybody tr- looking to do this in the future. Talk to somebody, or not, not anybody, but like one of your friends. That's <laughs> yeah, that you know, you just go on and on about and forever and ever, and then eventually you realize, oh, it's bedtime or. You know, the ladies are trying to get us to separate. Yeah. So Let's first, organic. first, these were one of the subjects that you wanted to talk about first. You know, your first time doing this, first time doing that. You yeah. know, <laughs> and I, yeah. th- I think that's that's a good one, man. This is a good one. That was on the cuff. Uh, the The idea on the way to dinner tonight, as we were discussing, I was like, that would be an interesting thing to bring up. So, yeah. Uh, what sort of first would we talk what, about what, this? What'd you mention at first? I'd have to look back at my text messages. Hits oh. the word first. Oh, God damn it. It would have to be the... Damn it, uh, fram it. No, I, I remember what it was, but it's one of those like, no, I really want to go there. <sighs> okay, so this one's tame. The first car. I don't know what I thought about that. I wasn't even driving. I was the passenger seat. Oh, that's cool. You know, have you met... Look. I'm going to answer that. But I remember someone told me some years ago, I can't remember who it was or even where it was I, but they said, think about how many cars you've owned your entire adult life. You'd have a lot of cars. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Like if you owned every single car that you've ever had, imagine that. Could not <laughs> afford even two on my insurance. I tried that once, and I was like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, especially in Virginia. No. It was about two or so months where I had two cars, and I was like, can't do it. I got to get rid of one, and I'm taking this one off the insurance plan. But, yeah. Yeah, man. There's there's no – I mean, I I haven't had that many cars, but – My first car 
was a Mercury Lynx. Silly qu- side question that's still related. Do you ever have dreams where you own that car still? No. Really? No. Hmm. Not that I could think of. Not, that I, not that the top of my head, no. Do you remember your dreams? Yeah, some of them. Hmm. So my, my first vehicle was a... A 1986 Bronco XLT, right. and it was lifted because the previous owners had to tow around a boat. And I still have dreams to this day where I still own it, which means I still have the same problems with it. <laughs> but at the same time, I still have this giant Bronco, which you've you've been to Northern Virginia driving around Old Town. Mm-hmm. That thing doesn't fit very well in in Old Town. <laughs> and that's the only car I ever dream about still owning. And it's usually, it's about a 50, 50 of the pains. And the other half is this thing's huge and awesome. It's, <laughs> I don't dream about the other cars, but sometimes I still wish I had something like it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty content with the, the vehicle that I drive now. Uh, I don't, oh, want, yeah. I don't want cur- any, of, any of my, <laughs> previous <laughs> whips <laughs> you know what I'm saying your current vehicle is quite comfy oh yeah I, I really enjoy that That, yeah, it's it's nice so how long did you own this first vehicle and at what age did you get it 16 just got my license moved from New Jersey and uh, in New Jersey the, the, the age is higher to get your license but when we moved to, to Ohio I was 15 turning 16 and uh i shit i found out i could get my license because my dad was already teaching me how to drive you know what i'm saying so my dad was already teaching me how to drive living in new jersey and uh coming to ohio so i was you know ready to go i aced the the test you had to you had to go take driver's ed in school and then you had to go and take the test and you would get your your permits first and then your license so I was 16 when I got that car. My mom got it for me. And how long did you have that for? I had it all through high school, my junior and senior year. Yeah. It might have been like at the end of my sophomore year going into my junior year, something like that. I think that's when it was. And, uh, yeah, the summer going to a – becoming a sophomore is when I hmm. – Do you have any memorable firsts in that car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Safe. Anything safe for discussion or? <laughs> it, that's all. Pers- can... That's all perspective, Matt. <laughs> I had we don't, sex we don't in, have I, to. I had sex in that vehicle. Yes. For the first time. <laughs> okay. <then. laughs> yes. I made whoopee. <laughs> More firsts. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, got, and got caught by the police. Okay, then this this topic went south quick, so we we can <laughs> go on to the next first. No, man, you're gonna hear this. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm like, yes, right into the next one. I'm gonna let you go from there. So, no, man, I'm not gonna say that much. I'm just no. talking shit. <laughs> All right, no, no, but yeah, drink a little more Tito's, and then you're gonna yeah. loosen up and say yeah. some more first. That there you go. 
Yo, may or may shouldn't have been. What about you, man? Your first vehicle. Yeah, it was the Bronco. So did you um, have a which, what was anything that you did with that or in that vehicle that was your first? I don't think anything major happened in that one because it wasn't like it was the next vehicle where other other things happened. Other than the fact that it was just the the first one I took to and from college and um some pleasant experiences, some unpleasant ones. Um, other than the first warning uh, was you were going way too fast, so slow down. And um, by all means, the it was I was I'm from Virginia. It was in Maryland that I got pulled over coming across the uh, Bay Bridge, and um, I don't remember how fast I was going, but it's definitely way too fast. And a cop pulled me over, gave me a warning. That was it. Um, It was one I used for duration of college because it was so huge. I would pack my stuff, head down to Richmond, pick up my then my ex-wife, pack all her shit, go off to college. And Mm -hmm. nothing terribly exciting happened in that vehicle. Terribly exciting. <laughs> the other exciting stuff happened in other vehicles. That's but an interesting choice of words. Terribly exciting. Yeah, the other stuff happened in other vehicles, but I don't know again because my ex wife, not not my soon to be, or not even soon, I don't know, in a few years. But yeah, we don't have to go into that. Yeah. But it was a large vehicle, hauled a lot of stuff. I certainly didn't fit the descriptions. I'm not a, I'm not a bulky person. I'm at the time, you know, six foot, not a big build, but it certainly didn't look like uh, I should be driving something like that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you expect the, the the burly country boys have something like that, but I'm, you know, right. Northern Virginia, Latino, that's, you know, you've seen me. I'm not a big build. <laughs> I was probably like 160 pounds, but six foot tall. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a big vehicle, and I liked it. And I wouldn't mind something similar. Just I want a pickup truck next. Yeah, <clears throat> I haven't had my first pickup truck, but my first vehicle that I learned to drive first again, the first stick shift that I drove or learned on was a Mazda pickup truck. Yeah, mine was a Datsun, something like that. I think back in the eighties. So, can you still drive a stick? Yeah, I'm sure I'm rusty. Uh, I don't do it as often, you know, but a basic, yeah, I could do it. I, it would take me a minute to get, get back to the, you know, the groove, the rhythm of it. Yeah, the weird thing that keeps coming up is there's not a lot of kids that are going to experience the same thing we did as far as learning stick. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's fun, especially when you got a sports car to, to, to drive. Yeah, speaking of that, like for me, you mentioned like what you wanted to, what you would like to get next. And you said you'd like to get something big like that again. For me, I'm toiling between two. I want either a luxury sedan or um, a, um, uh, um, damn, muscle, muscle car. So when you move back to Virginia and we're living in the same area, 
like we had there were, there were, it wasn't a plan but it was an idea we live within basically the same zip code and we can goof around on four wheelers but now now that you brought this in the picture it's going to be four wheelers and muscle cars mm-hmm. in a few years when we're living in the same zip code I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there like so yeah. it's out in the open that that's probably going to happen I like the <laughs> muscle cars, man. Same Z's. I was looking at a few of them yesterday or, or today, like 60s Camaros or even the, the old Mustangs. Or The Stingray would be ideal. I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to be some money. Yeah. First. Another silly question, since we, it's always a drink and see where it goes. Do we want to talk about the first, ah, uh, probably tells me, something tells me it's probably not a good idea to talk about the first time getting drunk, because certainly don't want to encourage this type of thing at, at certain ages. How about the first time we left the country? When was the first time you left the United States? Um, do the islands count? Are, are they still property of the U.S.? Like the Bahamas. No, you need your passport. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's good. Yeah. I went to the Bahamas when I was 18. What did you do down there? It was a senior trip for the high school. Damn, that's a that's a pretty big one. Yeah. Yep, all the seniors got together, got our passports, and it was drinking, legal drinking. You could, We were drinking on the airplane on the way to... Because we were on uh, bah- Bahamas Airlines, so the drinking age was 18. Totally legal, everybody. Yep. So we were getting litty on the plane. Do you remember what you did down there, or was it a... Uh... Yeah, I do, man. It was. It, I have vivid memories. It was fun. <clears throat> everybody was yeah. safe and returned home? Yeah, yeah. One go. girl, One girl uh, was pregnant, and we had no idea, and had to... And I found this out after the fact, and and, and and had a baby on the bus when we were on the way back. You know, after we landed to the U.S., we had to catch a bus, you know, back to Ohio. Now, how does that slip your vision? Man, I was focused. Man, my mom was. You know, at that time, you know, I, that, one of the things that happened on that trip was when I connected with two individuals I was in high school with that made music. And and that's when my mind focused to music. Like I locked yeah. in because one was a producer, and the other was a was a rapper. So the, the the pregnant one wasn't somebody you interacted with pretty for like regularly at all. No, no. Okay. No, no. I didn't even. I remember this chick's name. Man. Okay, that's yeah. fine. No, that's but she sweet. was big and tall. You know, not like wide big, but she was thick and very very. I just remember she's being tall and, and, and really thick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you couldn't tell. We couldn't tell. You know, this was the 90s, man. You know, when a chick was pregnant, we knew a chick was pregnant. You this chick saying? was big enough to hide it. Yeah, she was big enough to hide it, man. And, uh, yeah. Huh. So, Doug, silly question. Was that her first child? I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> We were young. We were 18, man. 17, 18 years old. I know I was 18 by the time. 
because I have my passport. <laughs> yep. So what sort of stuff, new experiences do you, do you remember doing while you were down there? Uh, let's see. Partying, you know, by, by myself, you know, no, no parents around in another country, you know, in the clubs, you know, drinking. Remember when we first got there? When we first got to our hotels, I went to the to the to the to the, to the shop and bought some beer. And I'm, you know, I had some money to go. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm buying up all this beer, thinking, yeah, I'm about to get. Man, this was the nastiest beer I ever had in my life. <laughs> like I was pissed. I spent, I spent all of this money on this beer. You know, first time out the country, first time. You know, I'm drinking legally. I'm like, I'm going to buy some beer. Man, it was the nastiest beer I ever had. Man. It, and, I'll, and I'll never forget the name. It was called Click. So did you do any research before getting this beer? Like, Man, this is before the internet. Our research was the Yellow Pages. Uh, that's true, yes. No damn research. Yeah, I keep forgetting, and I, you know, I'm even from 1981, and I never would have thought of that until now because kids are very spoiled these days. They uh, never had dial-up. <laughs> they uh, the thing that still gets me is when when my son asked me about some sort of information, I'm like, dude, you have a fucking phone. Look it up your goddamn self. You don't right. need me to tell you, you know, which actor played this character in some fucking movie or who does the voice for shit. I'll just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Google is actually in the dictionary now. So Google it. We didn't have that. Man. That would be the first time I felt old. Everyone. <laughs> Two weeks ago. No, not really. That's not true. I mean, the story of me telling my son to look it up his own his own self is true, but I still haven't felt old yet because I'm still kind of an idiot. Man, uh, I, I do. When I go to the school every night, you know, talking to these students about certain things, and they looking at me like, asking me questions. I'm like, are you... It's, it's right there. All the information you need is right there in the palm of your hands. <laughs> you, you can get it. You know? But does that make you feel old, or just like why aren't you, why aren't these people more self reliant? Well, like it, they, it, they it, have so much technology, they take it for granted. You know, they don't understand, they, and they don't know that they're taking it for granted. And I talk about this stuff on my show. That's yeah, I didn't think about that. I, I on flow of wisdom, I talk about this stuff on on my my show, and. You know, th- we have to understand that they haven't been privy to, to that kind of technology, you know, and it's a different mindset. They're being raised in a different generation, you know, and we can't understand what they're going through because all they know is what is a cell phone. Everyone has a cell phone. Yeah. You know. That's but no one that everything's available on the cell. That's the part I don't get. It's like, well, why, do reason, I have to, why do I have to tell you this is available? You know, the reason why is, is the apps. 
it's the apps that's being designed to get their attention. Attention is the currency. That's that's what I say on my show all the time on Floor of Wisdom. You know, attention is the is the new currency. These apps are designed to capture people's you know attention. Actually, makes me think of another thing. Um, something I'm always fascinated with, or just it's always on my mind, because you know I'm obsessed with music. Right. Now this is the the whole attention is a currency. It's a a new concept to me, but an old one. Now I think about it. So if you think about pop music, and when I say pop music, some people might think you know, okay, so I'm really bad at like whatever the new shit is that's popular. So Katy Perry comes to mind or Kesha. But some people don't get it's like you know pop music at one point was the Beatles. It was Elvis. It was uh, one actually one person I love, Chuck Berry. And um, the thing is, you had you had to have your hook, but that's just for like listening. Now it's it's way worse. It's not even just listening. It's got to be visual and and interactive. Like you have to get someone's attention and with with three senses within probably twenty seconds. There's even um, uh, a metal. Uh, new metal is what they call it. Um, this, actually, I should send this to you. You might find it a fascinating topic. It's a song by Corn, and I want to say it was off like their uh, it was early two thousands, like two thousand five album. I don't know. Someone who listens to it might know. I, I just look it up on my phone. <laughs> I haven't bought a Corn CD since the nineties when I was DJing. Uh, so it, uh, um, Philly. I want to say it was off of either Take a Look in the Mirror or sometime around that st- the time I stopped listening to them because their their songs for me just went downhill. The song is called Y'all Want a Single. And they, they kind of address that. And this, Y'all Want a Single, say fuck that. And it's, if you look at, you watch the music video back when we had music videos before MTV <coughs> and, and VH1 decided they weren't going to do it anymore. They wanted to show pregnant bitches. But um, it's it's... They're even the first to address that sort of topic, where it's just like y'all, you know, your record companies, they they control you, and they tell you you have to do this because you haven't had the hook early enough, and the hooks come earlier and earlier in the songs. And I overanalyze the shit out of every song I listen to to the point where it irritates the fuck out of my girlfriend. She's like, "You're an asshole. You can't just enjoy music. Like, I can enjoy it." But this is the way it's going. I've read articles where it's, it's just the attention span is getting shorter and shorter if you look at popular music. And that's how you have to put it. It's popular mm-hmm. versus pop music because pop means something different to people these days. Pop meant something different when I was a kid. Right. But it, it's, it's taken a new form where, you know, as you said, it, it's, it's the apps. It's, I have to interact with it. I got to look at it and I got to listen to it. It wasn't enough that you have to hear it wasn't enough that you had to see it mm-hmm. now i actually got to do shit and uh, i have to be able to get it done in you know 16 seconds otherwise you know you get one star rating and even to rate you i got to get that shit done and you know um 30 one 38th of a second you know that's why it's um the streaming that's why streaming is so popular now you know, streaming is the, the wave now because no are, commercials. Yeah, well, it depends. Yeah, you can get it with no commercials for sure. Um, 
but what what I'm saying is that you can uh, there's people like you that just want to listen to music. I don't want to interact. And they got the streaming service so that you can do just that and get the, the type of the algorithms of pay attention to your behaviors and how you interact with the app and tailor it to your your behavior. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like that's what these apps do, the AI inside the apps. You know, that's why when you go on certain streaming apps, when you punch up something to search, and you play it and you listen, then you click to another song and continue, et cetera, et cetera. The AI inside the app is what calculates those algorithms and starts tailoring the app. Damn, man. You sound like an aardvark, man. <laughs> oh, I was just taking like a few chugs of water. <laughs> Jesus, man, you sound like a damn <laughs> elephant putting it in his trunk. <laughs> I appreciate how quickly you were able to come up with it. With, with like a, not an analogy, but, a, you know, compare me. me to something. Yeah, man. That's called wit. Yeah, I, I appreciate how quick that was. Yeah. It was so fast. <laughs> My generation can't handle more than three seconds. She is. Uh, I still I, have AOL discs as my coasters. You know, this is something too, damn it, Fran. I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, shit. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that follow my radio career that my radio career, there was three things that, that began at that age, that time when I started radio, was um, I was not only in the music and production and going to the studios and, and engineering. Um, I got on at the radio. I was an engineer. But I was also working with a comedian who owned a comedy uh, club here in Columbus. That's awesome. And... Yeah, I learned a lot being around because this comedian, I was the morning show producer for this this morning show, this radio show in Columbus, right, Ohio. And it was the host and, and the co-host and the co-host was the comedian. And I learned so much from both of them. You know, being your toes with those 16, guys. 17. I'm talking about he's I would he. The, the comedian, Andrew Ford, he had me passing out flyers and running the music at his club. Now, mind you, I'm underage, you know what I'm saying? But I was the DJ for his club, you know, when the artists were coming in back in the, in the early to mid-90s and <laughs> in early 90s. I mean, late 90s, you know, all throughout the 90s, man, and uh, more or less the mid, mid-90s and, 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 and on. But I met Cedric the Entertainer. This is back in the day. The Bernie Macs, S'mores, like all the popular black com- comics that comedians that have really relevant names today. You know, I was able to watch and learn and observe because I was such a sponge at that age. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot. So I learned comedic timing and you know, wit and writing down notes and jokes and stuff like that, man. So, you know, I had those influences. That's why I'm saying all that to say uh, when you was talking about, man, you came up with that fast. I called you an aardvark the way you sounded 
because you had the microphone in your tonsils uh, drinking that water. <laughs> and he was like, yo, that was lightning fast, how you, you thought of that, you know, and that's why. Those cats sink on their feet real fast. Yeah, whatever that means. Uh, they do. They have to. I mean, especially when they're getting paid. Like, I got to fill 45 minutes to an hour. I mean, the headliners do. Um, they they got to come up with material real quick. And sometimes if there's a lull or or my favorite, and, some, and one guy has made a, uh, not a career out of it, but he's definitely made a following out of it, is dealing with hecklers. I can't remember dude's name. He's this redhead guy, and um, I know a certain video of his is made it's around around YouTube and other social media dealing with a particular heckler about parenthood, and he goes off on her. He's like, well, you know, who's your favorite fall team? She has an answer for that. He's like, you ever get upset? And I, I have to look up the name, and I could send it to you, but it's, it's a really great, like, not even a four-minute segment. But it just it just shows you how quick these guys got to be to deal with the hecklers. But he's he's made a following out of it, to where people look for. You can just search a comedian's name and heckler, and you'll get tons of videos of it because it's just like it's a it's something to look at. Mm-hmm. And these guys are quick. And yeah. um, Jimmy Carr, a British comedian. He has another guy who's made like a thing of it. He'll ask for people to like do shit, and he's just he comes back so fast. Like it's it's great. Um, it makes for great good entertainment, whether that be uh, c- comedy. Um, another example of of such a thing is maybe not hecklers, but uh, people that can um, ad lib act. I mean, what's what is it called when they do that? Um, improv. Improv. Yeah, I I, I learned. They're that. trying to do that more with the next Star Wars movie. They're trying to let them improv more, which is like okay, fine, but it's, well, that, it's that, becoming it, more appreciated, which I like it, to an it, extent. You know, they're tapping into theater, man. You yeah, know, they're tapping into theater, and and listen, I I went to at my high school, man. I took acting and we would do this game called really? free. Yeah. Yeah. I took acting. I don't know. You went to acting. Okay. Man, I've, I've been acting since I was a child. Uh, you pretend to like me sometimes. <laughs> I'm smelling that burp. <laughs> what does it smell like, son? I'm basking in the ambience. Just, what is it? Just basking in the ambience. It smells like uh, tingled nose hairs and with with acid. <laughs> Wrong. I trim my nose hairs just to maintain my pretty face. Is it a? Is it well a, part of my beauty regimen? Yes. Uh, is it a landing strip in your nose hairs? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you have to be a master with scissors to be able to do what I do. And then I let you. I get have a little you, bushy. <laughs> have you seen what my bushes look like in front of my house? Is that uh, a, does this look like cute to you? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. And that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. We weren't, we weren't that drunk. We weren't that drunk. I don't remember. <laughs> All I remember is just 
It was a dark hotel. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I was just focusing, focusing on the steps. <laughs> Let me make it up the steps. Uh. All right, man. Look, let's wrap this baby up, man. <laughs> We've been going. It's really getting loose. It's probably getting good right now. That just means we've uh, hit some decent topics. We're 40 minutes in. I would like to get some feedback. I don't know how this works. I I did see um, all the notes that showed up, and and the thumbnail for the potty humor is actually quite appropriate because there's the two of us in our natural state. Clearly, I have been drinking, and we were outside of the uh, rock bottom, I believe. Oh, you seen the picture, the, the, the thumbnail? Of course I did. You like it? I do. It's, I think it's quite fitting for us. It's uh, a nice carefree photo, but also, you know, it's silly in nature. If, if you knew us, it's silly in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Quite a dynamic. Look, man, let's wrap this up, man. Potty humor. You know, uh, Sean Anthony. Damn it, fram it. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Instagram and the Insta Twitter, Insta Book, <laughs> Insta Tube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, look. Uh, until next time, man. You know what we do? We just drink and see where it goes. Good times. Everybody, love yourselves and love each other. <laughs>